Previously on Gutter Trash. We always wind up not talking about a goddamn thing. Yeah. Some of those people, like, they depend on that to get them through the day. Well, then you're a fool. I'm just going to buy my DVD and get out of it. I'm old now. I don't give a shit. I'd buy a CD if it was $3 more at, you know, like a record store than if it was at Best Buy. Fuck the machine! Ooh, you like Night Rider, too? <laughs> the thing that makes the wheel go around. I guess I've got brand. Because I'm punk as fuck. Hottest women ever shop there. Did you drop this dollar, sir? Did you say something about Target? Be gone, demon! Episode number 20. My name is Eric. My name is Jason Young. This is Take Two, and I'm weirded the fuck out. <laughs> I'm, I'm pointing in the wrong direction. Yes, you are. This is this is just not good. <laughs> uh, well, before we were we were sort of positioned like uh, you were, you know, Chewbacca and I was Han. We were like both looking right. out the same cockpit. Yeah. I kind of like this, though. I'm like, I'm like, it's like we're playing Password now or something. <laughs> This is no game. This is serious business. That's true. We're on the internet. This is for the. This is for the big money. Actually, you know what? Speaking of games, this morning, uh, my roommate was he was looking for the weather, I guess, and there was this local like high school game show on on Channel Seven. Okay, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It was like a trivia show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, first off, my hats off <coughs> to Miami Valley for kicking the shit. I don't know, whoever this other team was, I forget it was like Logan County or I forget who it was. Yeah. Uh, Stupidsville, yeah, maybe yeah, because yeah. Uh, they like more than doubled their score. It was it was embarrassing. But the best part was the the guy from the the losing team. His name is John. That actually answered the questions. There's you know four people on the team, and this one guy John answered like every question that that they answered. It was right. this one guy. And and he and he looked so defeated at the very end whenever it was over because you know it was like these other three, you know, bumblebees like ruined his his <laughs> uh, his chance. But at the very end of the show, they're like rolling the credits and there's music, so you can't hear what's going on. Right. And and John like the camera shows up on John and the kid next to him, and John straight faced as if he was at his grandmother's funeral, puts the bunny ears over the kid next to him. <laughs> and then, and then just slowly takes them down, and that was like that was the best part of the show because it was like his one like, I'm still gonna have fun with this. I don't care that I'm a big loser. Right. And right. I was like, you are the coolest, John. <laughs> so this drink is for John. Way to go, John. Yeah. From, from Stupidsville. Stupidsville. <laughs> uh, which I guess I should point out is not actually a town in Ohio. Stupidsville is. Stupidsville. Yeah. But this, I think it was like. It was like, yeah, Logan or Briar County or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that's worse. Oh. And that much better. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Uh, it's, it's Sunday. It's, uh, it's earlier than we usually do this. So so I'm, I'm full of pep. 
Yeah. I've actually gotten like uh, eight hours sleep for the first time in uh, a couple weeks. That's usually a good thing. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm on. I got little to no complaints. No, oh, wow. Yeah. Well, cheers to that. Yeah, I'd, uh, uh, here's my deodorizer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, uh, room deodorizer for anyone thinking that I just have weird shit hanging around. I do have weird shit hanging around, but. There's a Dreamcatcher and a Bartman Radioactive Man poster right behind you. Yes. And, uh, what else have I got around here? Oh, a shit ton of toys. And there's a globe. There's a there. giant globe that, uh, I got as a present from my brother's wedding. Oh, yeah, because when you think weddings, you think globes. Well, yeah, it was part of the wedding party, and the, you know, the tradition is you know, to, to get, the, the groom gives gifts to the people at the wedding party. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was in a wedding party in September, and I got got nothing. You got screwed then, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I got some, like, I got some, like, cheese and crackers. Well, maybe that was considered it. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, in his defense, they were fine cheese and crackers. I'd like some cheese and crackers once in a while. What what kind of cheese was it? Uh, it was, like, assorted cheeses, like, like cubes and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, but everybody got them at the wedding. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like I got a tray of them. It was like, help yourself. Oh, okay. (laughs) So this was at the wedding? Yeah. Or after the wedding? No, it was, yeah, immediately following the wedding. Oh, so the reception. That's what they called it. Yeah. That's what they called it. You're good at this. I try. You know the lingo. Yeah. Well, then, I guess, yeah, you got screwed. That wasn't a present. Man. (laughs) I think uh, you should hit up that guy for, uh, yeah, something. Yeah? Yeah. I know he's got a sweet comic book collection. There you go. He's got probably something you need. Probably. Well, I, yeah. Some some old uh, Silver Age Batman or... He, I, I know one thing he has. He, <coughs> he has the old issues of Appleseed that Art Adams did the covers for. I uh, no idea what you're talking about. Appleseed was... It, you remember Appleseed? Nope. It was a manga. Okay. Um, I think it was by the guy that ended up doing Ghost in the Shell, huh. I believe. Oh, that guy, Johnny. Johnny, yeah, Johnny, Johnny Buttfuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ma- Masamune Shiro. And, uh, and Art Adams did, like, two covers for this manga, and it, and it looks very manga, but, right. but you can tell it's Art Adams. It's really weird. Wow. So maybe I'll uh, hit him up for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, speaking of things that kind of look like manga, mm-hmm. we, uh... We reviewed a comic for this week, uh, Teenagers from Mars. Yes, we did. By uh, Rick Spears and Rob G. That's funny. I was going to mention that I was I was going to ask you, actually, if you thought that it was manga influenced. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, uh, I think... Well, I don't know if it's on purpose or not, because I've seen that guy, Rob G, draw in like different styles. Uh, but this is like the first thing that... He's done, so I don't know if he was still just uh, developing, right? Uh, but there's definitely a manga feel to this book, at uh, least at least in certain sequences. D- yeah, I think the like because uh, it's been like two weeks since I've read this, so I kind of mm-hmm. forgot everything about it. And I had to flip through it before we started the show. Like all the action sequences, especially. Yeah, especially the action sequences. Then there's uh, one scene where uh, a cop shows up. And it's like just this one panel of him, uh, and for some reason, like when I think manga, like it's that. Oh yeah, drawing that I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that is very manga. Yeah. It's like that uh, 
extreme lowered camera angle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so uh, let's let's talk about this comic. Well, it came out like seven years ago, uh, something like that. Started, I think, yeah, in two thousand one, maybe. Uh, two thousand one, I believe, was uh, yeah, because. Uh, you and I went to space, and I was unemployed at the time. And so, yeah, that was 2001. The small press. Small press ex- and comic expo. Not, not, not the actual a- space. Not the, yeah. you know, out- outward reaches of the universe. Right, right. Just uh, just Columbus. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is far <laughs> enough when gas is 250. Let me tell you. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we went to... The small press of Comic Expo, also known as Space. Oh, yeah. And uh, sunny Columbus, Ohio, which we'll be going to again this year in April. April 18th and 19th at the Shriner Complex on yeah. Seltzer. Uh, I forget where this place was. It was like in a school gymnasium or something like that. Yeah, I think it's. I think it started out uh, with like weird, like there's like Holiday Inn. But I think that year, yeah, it was like a yeah. gymnasium. Dave Sid was there. Mm-hmm. As was uh, Farrell Dalrymple. Wow. Which, uh, he was there like two or three years in a row, I think. Yeah, that's right, he was. Yeah, because you and I went again and got a table, and, uh, he was, like, right behind us. I think he won some sort of prize. The like day a, prize? I don't know if it was the day prize, but at the, uh, the one, when they had it at the Holiday Inn, I remember Dave some award in Feral Dalrymple, and it was just so cool to see, like, Dave some this, like, older, like, the grandpa of small press comics, basically. Right. And, uh, and this, like, kid with, like... Tattoos and like, you know, shirts that his little sister can't even fit into. Right, right. And I was like, wow, that's what a passion of the, you know, torture, or whatever. Yeah, he is pretty much. I think when I think modern day indie comics, like the the next generation of them, I immediately think about Daryl Fowlerpool and mm-hmm. the Meat House Press guys. And oh yeah, even though you know he's done work for Marvel and DC now. That, uh, the yeah. sellout bastard. Yeah, motherfucker. Speaking of sellout bastards, can I tangent for just a second? Go for it. In the new previews, there's a, a book, I think it's called The Destroyer? Yeah. By Robert Kirkman? Yeah. From Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> what, what the hell? Uh, he did that before he did his whole manifesto. Okay, I was wondering, I was like, is this creator-owned? Is this something he sold like a year ago? It was, yeah, like they announced it like a year and a half ago at like uh, San Diego or something like that. Okay. And uh, it's drawn by, ah, uh, fuck, I can remember, Cur- Corey Walker? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it probably took him, like, you know, this long okay. to even have the first issue done. So, Well, that makes sense. I, yeah. was, like, I was like, a, you know, yeah, yeah. is this an April Fool's joke? Does it come out on April Fool's Day? No, uh, yeah, and it's, it's really, like, there's shots of Kirkman's ass inside of the book. <laughs> <laughs> he let it slip through somehow. Yeah, this was before his uh, manifesto and uh, creator yeah, owned only thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, Feld Arapel's done uh, Omega the Unknown now. And, yeah, I think he did a couple projects for DC. Yeah, he did. What was the one? It was like the Jewish yeah. rabbi kids. Caper? Caper, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I didn't read all of it, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't read. I read the first issue of that. Uh, but that's not really who we're talking about. No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that show where, uh, you and I just went and hung out, like, you know, back in eight years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I stopped by this table, and they had a book called Teenagers from Mars, 
and they were giving away buttons. Yeah. And uh, I bought the first issue, and maybe the first two. Uh, I know the first one was out because I, I actually brought it with me to get him to sign it. Really? And he was like, wow, you, have, you brought it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I, I forget which one said that, but he had a Lamb of God t-shirt on yeah. back when that band was like... Everything to you? Well, <laughs> I, I loved that band. Or, no, it's I Hate God that you uh, I used to, obsessed I, with. I used to love I Hate God, but I, I loved Lamb of God because they used to be this metal band called Burn the Priest, and uh, I've got like the seven inches that they did, and they're really, really good. And then once they started being Lamb of God, they were still good. Right. But, like, every album they just... Got worse. Deteriorated. Yeah. But I was so excited. I was like, he likes this band and he makes good comics. <laughs> what a cool guy. Yeah, so and I talked to them and uh, gave them some of the comics I had made at the time. and They asked me, like, advice about lettering. That's awesome. And, really? And uh, uh, I told them, you know, I used Illustrator and all that because they were using Photoshop. and You can kind of tell. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, like on some of the, like the picketing signs. Yeah, some of it's kind of. But uh, yeah, just uh, really nice guys, and I bought that first issue there. Maybe the second, I don't remember. Uh, and I bought their buttons, uh, one which is featured on the first cover. Ask uh, me about comic. Ask me about comic books, and I put that on my coat immediately. And uh, I would, uh, my girlfriend and I had just started dating like uh, a few months before then at the time. And I just, uh, I, I, I would point to it and say, ask me about comics. <laughs> to her? Or to just her, to, yeah. Okay. I know, like, when you guys are out and about. Oh, well, I'd do it everywhere. All right. But, you know, just, at, uh, but it would only be to her. At the ask market. me about comic books. You guys are at the market picking up coffee or whatever. Yeah, ask me about comic books. <laughs> and she, she would. And you would always know. Oh, yeah. You would be like. Because I'm a big fucking nerd. <laughs> and that's why we no longer date. Anyway, no. <laughs> uh, Great store. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I'm always there bringing it down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they were super cool. They were super nice, and uh, I enjoyed whatever I bought there so much that uh-huh. you know I actually made sure that you guys ordered it from Ant Mavericks, mm-hmm. uh, or at least you, uh, and personally because uh, right because I can't really trust you guys at <laughs> Mavericks as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> I can trust you on a personal level. If I remind you, yeah. If you remind, I have I have a terrible memory. I have a terrible memory. I can remember any like name a magic card. And I can tell you what set it comes out of. But that's like the only, and and I don't even play magic. But for some reason, I have that knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but everything else, I forget. Well, yesterday you were sporting a magic hoodie <laughs> for like two minutes. <laughs> they send us magic hoodies in my work, and I, I I have to admit I was really excited. I was like, I'm gonna wear this. I mean, like not just at work, but. You know, yeah, when it's yeah, cold outside. Yeah, yeah. And then I put it on, and then there's, like, these giant mana symbols all over the front of the hoodie. And then, like, on the <laughs> sleeve is this embroidered magic the gathering. And I was like, no, I'm totally not going to wear this after all. <laughs> I changed my mind. Because I just, I could see it. I mean, it was so huge. All those, the mana symbols are, like, the size of, like, you know, Jabba, Hutt, Jabba the Hutt's nipples. I was yeah, uh, okay. Well, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah okay I I really liked this book mm-hmm. when it first came when out when it first came out yeah and I read it issue by issue yeah and and I'm I want to say I think it's even better the second time I read it really yeah wow I liked it so much more this time wow okay I 
I didn't hate it, uh-huh. but I certainly did not feel the amount of love that I had for it when I first read it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Round one. Yeah, no, because <laughs> mostly what I have to say is positive, because I, I do... I, I enjoyed it so much the first time, and I still enjoyed it, but just not as much as I remembered. Okay. Uh, That's so weird, because I, I mean, I literally, I was like, oh, I, I, okay, you, you picked this book, I've read it, I enjoyed it, yeah, but I don't remember it very well, because it's been seven years, and I, it's not a magic card. Right, yeah. So, <laughs> but I, <laughs> but I reread it, and I was like, I can't believe I haven't reread this before. Right. I, I don't think I've reread it between the time the last issue came out, and before, two weeks ago, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh... <clears throat> But uh, I just I remember like when that last issue came out. I think what happened was that the issues were coming out so sporadically yeah. that like after like the third issue or whatever, I was like, I'm just gonna wait until they're all out. Yeah. And I think I read it all in like that one chunk then. <laughs> so, but that was like uh, what five years ago. In his defense, though, his apartment burned down. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, I mean, you gotta think like what what's uh, Joe Mad's excuse, right? Like, <laughs> after four issues of The Ultimate, so like, uh, it was a five-issue series, that's right, five-issues, yeah. yeah. Issue number eight came out in 2003, first issue came out in 2001. So yeah, it took, so, it took about two years. Yeah. Year and, a, year and a half, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you're right, his house did burn down, so uh, I think we can give him some leeway yeah. on being late. Yeah, it's like him and Michael Turner are the two guys that have ever been like, okay, you can be late. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> You've got cancer. Your apartment burned down. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm digging it. I, I can, right. I can get behind that. Joe Mad Halo Three came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, sorry guys, maybe in ten years. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even remember. Uh, Newsarama had a story about uh, Rob G's house burning down or his apartment, uh-huh. and uh, like they set up like a uh, a PayPal fund for people to donate. And that's so cool. Yeah. So, what a good Newsarama for that. Yeah. You know, the, the one good thing that's ever come out of Newsarama. I didn't even know what Newsarama was until like six months ago. You don't really want to know what Newsarama is. <laughs> but yeah, good job, guys. Yeah. Well, Matt Brady, specifically, the, the uh, head honcho over at uh, Newsarama. Nope. But yeah, so yeah, Vernon... House burning down, that's fine. Uh, wow, I thought I, I drew that for a minute. Uh, but, uh, oh, the Spidey and his amazing friends. Yeah, but no, that's not one of mine. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, so, yeah, what So so what? What parts do you think didn't hold up as well? Um, it's not so much that it didn't hold up, it's just that I thought it was a little slow. Okay. Uh, it just seems really padded in certain places. Um, I, it could have easily been a couple issues shorter, I think. Really? Yeah. I see, I love the mood. Like, like the stuff where he's like just walking around and, you know, when he like kind of looks in his neighbor's windows and he's walking down the road. Like, I mean, I, I think it, it really does set a good, good mood. Uh, I don't... Uh, yeah, I can't agree with that. Really? Because by the time you get to the last issue and, you know, the end of it and everything's happened that's mm-hmm. supposed to happen in it, uh, it just seems like some of the stuff like that just seems really out of place with where they eventually went with it. 
I will see. I have a theory too because I think this is the same reason I didn't like it as much the first time. I don't think I. I don't think I really got it the first time. I read it like, like I think back then I was like, wow, this series started out really strong, and then it just got weird. Yeah. And I was like, it was, it was still okay, but this time I was like, I think what they did was they kind of, they kind of built it up like the first four issues was a. Uh, you know, kind of like a slice of life, like this normal American life. I mean, right, right. I mean, a little odd because he's like, you know, fighting kids and vandalizing stuff, and right. you, know, you know, zombies, zombies. <laughs> well, a zombie, <laughs> mo- zombie movie. Yeah, but I mean, you know, that kind of reminds me of all the punk rock teenager kids I know. Right. But it was to me, it was a very like very believable slice of life, and then around issue five, it just kind of turns into what I di- didn't realize before, but I think now I realize it kind of turns into a comic book, whereas like weird action and crazy characters yeah, show yeah. up and 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 to me before that kind of lost me and kind of threw me off a little bit but i think this time the car chases and the peg legs and the yeah. and the like wigs and the <laughs> gunplay and all, all that to me now is like wow they're they're saying like this is what comics should be this should be fun and creative right. and expressive and and oh it really it really did just like fucking kick me in the teeth with a sledgehammer this time and wow. like last time i was like yeah, this was cool, yeah, but right. this time it it, it kind of blew me away. Hmm. That's, that's, that's interesting. Right. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I can see that now. Yeah. That's cool. Um, <coughs> but you know, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just right, saying right. That, I'm just saying that's what I got that's out what of you it get. Right, right. that I didn't get out of it before. Right. I uh, I mean, I like most of the characters in the book, uh, and I like that they did. I do like that they they spend time letting you get to know the characters and letting their relationships with each other build up. Right. I just think it could have been done quicker. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it just there seemed to be like a lot of stuff in it that that just was unnecessary or just plain didn't fit. Uh, one thing that I think it just. Maybe it's one of those things that you, you're, you're feeling is like, you know, oh, it's a comic book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the magic bullet. The the musket ball. Oh, okay. <laughs> was it magic? What else was it? <laughs> it? Maybe it still had some sort of... Uh, yeah, I don't know why it exploded. <laughs> yeah, like when they threw it in the air. You're talking about when they threw it in the air. And they it threw it in the air and it came down and, yeah, it exploded and it was hot. <clears throat> and then it rolls away and, like, leads them somewhere and... And and then there is like, maybe maybe that's like a little tinge of what's to come. Like yeah. you know maybe that sort of thing. Like like when she like scrapes some dust off the mirror and then blows it on him. Right. And then like he sort of wakes up. And then they use that again later whenever things are like in full comic book mode. Right, 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 right. Like maybe maybe those are just like little keys of like here's what's to come. It's it's not going to be totally played straight. Maybe maybe it's like a hint. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Well, I mean, the book does start out with grave robbery. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I know, and and like, <clears throat> you know that to me is like horrible grave robbing. Right. But I can't help but be like, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah. these well, kids want to buy a comic book. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they want to buy the first appearance of uh, Captain Tomorrow. Captain Tomorrow. <laughs> I ever no, it, was, it was beyond adventure, and like that. That's another thing I loved about this is this is a comic book about comic books. I mean, they mention. <clears throat> They, you know, they, they, like, you know, Beyond Adventure and Captain Mar- Tomorrow are made up, but, um, you know, I mean, it, it kind of, like, reminds you of all the weird Silver Age, right. uh, you know, 
expensive books that you know you drool over. <coughs> like as much as I'm, I'm trying to you know be like I'm into graphic novels and, right, the, right. and it's an art form. I'm I'm actually buying a copy of Fantastic Four number nine for 150 dollars next Monday from a guy that <laughs> he's buying from Cleveland. I mean, like I'm a nerd, and and the comic book nerds are always going to be nerds, and <clears throat> like old 60s books with rare appearances yeah. is is going to make make you wet if you're if you're in that if you're in that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even no matter how many times you read blankets and, right, and right. cry, you're still going to love having the first appearance of Iron Man. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. If uh, Okay, uh, keeping it somewhat topical. Uh, Action Comics number one is going on auction this weekend. Uh, expected to sell for $400,000. If you had that kind of money to F- just spend. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, mean, that, I mean, that's a ridiculous, like... Example because that, right, right. that that is like the the most ridiculous possible. But if I was like you know but yeah, if Nicholas Cage or one yeah, of yeah. or Vince Neil or whoever that has owned it, yeah, I, I could give up my yacht or like you Vince know Neil. Yeah, he has a comic book collection. Vince Neil, <laughs> singer extraordinaire, from Motley Crue. There's an episode of VH1 Cribs where they showed his apartment and he had or his house. It wasn't an apartment. <laughs> But he had this file cabinet full of Silver Age comics. Wow. Yeah. He's who would have thought, right? Yeah. He's like Doctor Feelgood, wow. At one minute he's, you know, doing anal on satanic twins and then the next he's reading the old Harvey Kurtzman books. <laughs> who would have known? Uh, sorry to interrupt you there, but it threw me. <laughs> no. But yeah, but yeah, I, I, like I could never justify spending a thousand dollars on a comic. Oh right! But I would give up some <clears throat> meals to have a hundred dollar comic. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So yeah, if I was rich, I'm sure I would be that guy. Right. Uh, oh yeah, we were talking about a comic. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, but I like it because like it starts off even the first issue has him making comics at, like, a Kinko's type of place. Yeah. And I've been there a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 like, you hardly ever see that in a comic, especially one that... I mean, this isn't exactly an Image or Marvel book. Right. But... The only time you ever really see something like that is in like in a mini comic where a guys like I'm, I'm you know he's telling about his stories. He's like, telling about making a mini comic. Yeah, yeah, he's like talking about. But yeah, in an actual story, that yeah. is so cool to see it in there. So <clears throat> to see a character that's. Uh, making like the main one of the main characters making yeah he's making comics making is making comics yep. making 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 like bacon making like bacon uh so yeah let's talk about making making uh, works at uh mall mart <laughs> I wonder what that's a spoof of uh, I have no idea target uh, I'm gonna say probably gold circle yes yeah, okay. maybe hills <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I uh, loved Hills. The <laughs> soft pretzels and Ices and G.I. Joe toys. Hell yeah. Wow, take me back. <laughs> uh, we can drive by there later. <laughs> the empty, that'd be the empty Hills. That'd that be is kind of sad. sad yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so depressed. <laughs> but, you know, you gotta, I know you don't like the parent company of Walmart or whatever. The... You hate Walmart. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't shop at Walmart. Yeah, and Walmart is, of course, a parody of Walmart, and I have absolutely no problems with Walmart whatsoever right. because you know I'm a 
I'm a Republican. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but you have to admit that uh, in, in this uh, world where Teenagers from Mars takes place, uh, their Walmart has a comic book section. Yeah. <laughs> and like even like racks of them. Not, yeah. Not just like, you know, one of them. <laughs> that, yeah, because, yeah, it's kind of a spoof of Walmart, but it's it also, it looks more like a corner grocery inside, like a big corner grocery. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, he just works at this sort of corporate uh, cro- grocery department store type of thing. Yeah. And he kind of goes crazy and wants to quit. And <laughs> Well, uh, what happens is that he sells a copy of a comic to a kid whose mom freaks the fuck out. And it's like, uh, this actually, I saw this happen once. Uh, uh, there was a comic book store that used to be like a block away from my house when I lived with my parents. Mm -hmm. And, uh, called uh, Final Frontier. No? It wasn't called Final Frontier, was it? Uh, that's a Star Trek movie. Yeah. Fuck, I can't remember the name of the store. It was like a block from my house. I even worked there, for Christ's sake. Is it the one that had paintings of, like, Swamp Thing and stuff on the walls? Uh, it had paintings on the window that I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was one that had paintings on the walls of the comic book characters, though. Yeah, I, I, it was on the windows. I, I did those. Well, I remember specific on the walls, because, like, you go through the back issues and it was, like, right in front of you. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't may, know may, Maybe it was a different one. Maybe. Could be, yeah. I want to say this is Final Frontier, though. Maybe yeah, that's Final Frontier. Is it Beaver Creek? That sounds familiar. Yeah, Spicer Heights. Mm, yeah, now uh, I'm, like, leading people to, to where I live, <laughs> or where my parents live. Yeah, here's their, uh, the combination to their lawnmower it's, shed. It's, uh, 3776. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, security alarm code is... Um, no, uh, yeah, when, uh, I used to shop there... This guy, or this, the guy who owned the place, this woman came in and started berating him for selling her son a Wonder Woman comic and so calling it pornographic and just obscene. Really? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, Wonder Woman. It wasn't like a T.O. Bible, Bible no, version no. of it. It was John Burns Wonder Woman. <laughs> and of course, you know, John Byrne can't draw women worth a shit. All right. So, I mean, she, she looked like a dude, pretty much. A dude with tits. <laughs> and... <laughs> That is obscene. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, But anyway. Uh, So essentially that's what happens to Macon uh, in this story, is that, you know, the most innocuous female superhero comic is sold to this little kid and his mom freaks the fuck out. Right. And it spurs his boss to decide that they're going to shut down the comic section. Get rid of them all. Yep. One bad apple, that sort of thing. Yep. Uh, Which Macon argues with him about, and... uh, it's in a fist fight. It's in a fist fight with his boss. <laughs> Which was great. Yeah. Because, you know, that was like the first little scene where you're like, that probably wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. He'd probably just quit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. And of course, uh, we also meet the other main character. Uh, Madis- Madison. Madison. And she, uh, she's just shopping there. And some guy comes up and like uh, drops something on the ground and then looks up her skirt. Yeah. And she beats the shit out of him. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. And she gets ejected. Yeah, and she she gets uh, thrown out of the store. So they both, they have that similar thing now. They've both been kicked out of Walmart. Yeah, yeah. And that's where the spark ignites. Yes. But uh, it also seems like he's, uh, well, I guess he sees her as she gets uh, thrown out of the store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, who is that? Right. 
So at home, he starts drawing his uh, his comic, which uh, looks like probably the biggest piece of shit comic on the face of the planet. It, look, it looks like a comic that you'd see at space, and you'd be like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, you seem like a really nice guy. <laughs> yeah, but it's cool that he incorporates her into the comic. Like, after he right. sees her, he's like, wow. Uh, and then he meets her again at a, a zombie party, which... Right. If anyone out there is going to have a zombie party, please let me know. Uh, me too. I hate parties and I hate socializing, but I would go to a zombie I party. I would totally love to be in a zombie movie as a zombie or just, I'd sit around and, you know, drink and, and watch, uh, like, Seth Rogen movies dressed as a zombie. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. If we're all looking like zombies, I'm in. I don't care what we're doing. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm down too. All right. Yeah, I love zombies. Love me some zombies. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so they meet there. Do they do they hook up there? Or? No, they 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 say hi again, and then he leaves, and then she picks him up walking home. Okay, or, or no, she gets out and walks with him or something okay. like that. Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. And uh, yeah, so then for a while, the comic is just about their relationship, they like getting to know each other, and they they vandalize Walmart. Yeah, uh, which is. <laughs> Such a good way to have a first date. Like yeah. Like, vandalize yeah. a department store together. We've all been there. Yeah. And, uh... I don't know if they do it on purpose, but they wind up breaking the window. And, uh, he just takes advantage of the opportunity. You know what that reminded me of, that scene? It reminded me so much of the scene in Ferris Bueller's Day Off where Cameron is going off about his dad and he's kicking the car. And then, like, he just kicks it one time too many because they're just kind of chucking, like, pebbles at the sign. Like, I I hate this place. Tink! Yeah. You know, and then, like, that last kick of the car and that last throw of the pebble, like, shattered, like, the sign shatters and the glass falls, and they both kind of are like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it totally reminded me of that scene. But uh, he goes in and he sprays spray paints. Uh, That's in the second issue, isn't it? Oh, yeah. 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 The, uh, graffiti's the walls. The graffiti's the wall with, uh... Comic Book Liberation Army. Yeah. <laughs> because they had just got rid of all the comics. Yeah, right, He's right. pissed. And, uh, I have to say that I wish there was a Comic Book Liberation <laughs> Army. Why can't there be? There's gotta be. I hope that there is. <clears throat> I hope there is. Well, there's the CBLDF. Yeah. Which they mention in the book. They do. Which is awesome. I I love that they do that. Uh, They also mention uh, Michael Diana. Mike Diana. Yeah. Boiled Angel. Boiled Angel, yeah. Now, I've seen some of his comics. I was going to say, let's talk about him first. Yeah, yeah. And they're not good. You know, they're not bad, though. (laughs) I I actually have... I've only ever seen one book by him because, yeah, his comics, Mike Diana's comics... They're really hard to find. Yeah. I've only ever seen one copy of any of his comics, and, it, and I bought it. I was in Massachusetts, and I saw it at a, at a comic book shop, and I bought it. Yeah. And it's called Superfly. That was the name of the book. I've never even seen Boiled Angel. I've just heard about it. Right. But, yeah, it's really bad. It's like something like a, maybe like a 15, 16-year-old would do if they were huffing glue. Right. But... It it's kind of funny at the same time. Yeah. I mean, it's not great stuff, but the, the idea that this guy is not allowed to draw comics anymore right. because of an obscenity charge. It is illegal for him to draw. Yeah. Even let, let, let's, let's yeah, say that. Yeah. <laughs> it is illegal for him to draw. He's not allowed to draw. <laughs> by law. 
but not even publish. Right. He can't sit on the crapper and draw pictures. Yep. Without breaking the law. Yep. And they have they have the rights to uh, to enter his house without warrant and check on him. Uh, they made him go to ethics courses. They made him do community service. They fined him. They uh, they decreed that he's not even allowed to talk to minors. Yep. Because he self-published a mini-comic called Boiled Angel, yeah. which someone found obscene. And I can tell you, I've read comics much more obscene than the Superfly comic. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty bad. I mean, there's, like, a guy jerking off while uh, a kid, like, licks his scrotum and a zombie lady, like, uh, shoves shards of glass into his penis. Right. But I have actually read worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, Guar has published comics. <clears throat> Uh, I would say ninety percent of all manga is worse than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We 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 have some shit that <laughs> defies the boundaries of perversion that yeah. that are special ordered <laughs> up in my work. But yeah, to me, it's unbelievable. I mean, like, I would I would never like say, "Hey, Mike Dan is a great ca- cartoonist. No. I want to hire him to do a commission." Or, but it's fucking crazy that he's not allowed to draw comics. Yeah. And that that is even a possibility in this country. Right. That's crazy. It's... That's obscene. That is obscene. Yeah. Cheers to that. Uh, let's just do a <laughs> fist bump. All right. Fist bump. <laughs> Ow. Ow. That's my drawing hand. <laughs> That's my drawing and hand, my, too. And my jerking off. Yeah. I, I go lefty. Oh, really? Yeah. I always do the left, <laughs> buff bump thing. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm not into that. So. Mm. <laughs> You always have to clean under your nail. It's kind of. <laughs> so who's bringing the show down now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just I'm equalizing. <laughs> uh, I wrote something else down about Mike Diana because actually I went back and I dug out that Superfly comic because yeah. I haven't seen it in years and I reread it and you know it's it's pretty pretty raunchy right but but I mean that's fucking crazy yeah uh, somebody send that guy some money. I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna find his address and just send him like a thirty dollar bill. I uh, I can't afford that. I may be losing my job, so you know, keeping on to all my money that I got. But uh, I wish you luck, <laughs> and, and I wish Mike Diana luck. I'll try it. Yeah, seriously. Because yeah, like I said, I don't think he's good at all. Mm-hmm. But that's no reason that he should not be allowed to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, especially since there's absolutely worse shit out there than oh. anything that he has. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's just like the one that they happen to target. Yeah. I mean... And he has become the poster boy for comic censorship. Right. And, yeah. uh, like, like, oh, yeah, it's frustrating. I mean, have they heard Howard Chaykin's name? Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Robert Crumb? I mean, shit. Right. I mean, I've seen countless books where he draws himself being, like, uh, you know, having oral sex with a uh, racist character. Yeah. You know, <laughs> over and over. I mean, that's that's okay, right? Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Nobody cares. Uh, so, yeah, so this book, though. Uh, Kung Fu Liberation Army, Aiken Madison. They get together, they sort of, they sort of, Bond over their hatred of Walmart and yeah. and the authorities, love of zombies, and love of zombies. Yeah. Uh, uh, then they they do it. They do it. Uh, they they the nasty. Yeah, oh yeah. The four legged animal or the two legged the two backed beast. Yes. Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. I haven't had sex in so long. I don't yeah, even know what it's yeah. called anymore. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. 
They, uh, they, 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 they. Oh, well, Macon, uh, Madison discovers Macon has a a knack for getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) he's quite good at it. Pretty, pretty horribly. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he's, uh, a worthless, uh, fighter. Yeah. Uh, but he's always getting into fights. Yeah, he's, he won't back down, <clears throat> but he gets his ass kicked every time. And she really sort of respects that, mm-hmm. that, you know, like, he's not afraid about getting hurt, but, you know, he knows that he's never going to win any fight, Right. but he'll never back down from it either, so, uh, it turns out that she actually kicks a lot of ass. She, she yeah, she's much tougher than he. Yeah. How, how does, I, what I can't remember is, how does it get to the point where they've confiscated his his artwork. That's what I don't remember. They, uh, the police investigate the vandalism at the Mall Mart, and they discover the spray paint can that he used okay. to graffiti. Fingerprints. Fingerprints. It all comes back to fingerprints. Yes. Oh, yeah, we cut that out. Yes, we did. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, yeah, that's how they discover. They actually seize his artwork. Yep. Mike Diana style. Yep. From his apartment. And arrest him. And arrest him. Yeah. He gets out of jail, though. Yep. And when he... And yeah, I think this is around issue six, and I swear this, like... It, it literally worked me up. I was, like, pissed off. When he gets out of prison, um, and, you know, the com- the guy from Fifth Planet Comics pays his bell, Stan. Yeah. Which, I, I love Stan. He's, like, some stoner guy that owns a... He's a revolutionary shop. hippie who, yeah... Has conspiracy help. theories. Yeah, and, yeah. But he bails him out of jail, and he puffs up the one large, and, uh... <laughs> And as soon as he gets out of out of out of the jail, he he sees they're like burning comics in the streets. Yep. Like parents have like got this big pile of comics, and the news media are there, and it, everybody's freaking out. Much like you know the Doctor Frederick Wortham yep. EC stuff from the fifties. Yep. Um, which I thought was awesome. How they keep bringing all this actual uh, history of of comics and censorship, and uh, you know uh, the, this you know. The parents uh, freaking out about the kids being uh, warped or whatever. Right, right. They bring it all into into play uh, <clears throat> in the story and yeah. fictionalize it. But and then, uh, and I think from that point, that's where the story starts uh, heading towards more your. Yeah, you know, this is a comic book. Yeah, right? and uh, I think as soon as they get that car out of the garage, <clears throat> that's yeah. where it, that's where it starts. And uh, Macon and Madison formulate a plan uh, <laughs> where they're going to. They're going to liberate the pages that he drew of his comic. Yeah, in his, his last issue. His original artwork is yeah, like it's been confiscated by the mayor or something. Right. Uh, and so they they take one of the grave robbing kids. Uh, like, uh, the there's three grave robbing kids. They, the one of them is the one who has the musket ball. Uh, yeah. They take him and pretend to kidnap him. Right. <laughs> and so uh, he can be their getaway driver. Right. Right. <laughs> Uh, Stan, the uh, the comic shop owner, pretends, uh, to, be their pretends lawyer. to be their lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and they go in with uh, a shit ton of guns and masks. Uh, the guns have rubber bullets, though. Yeah, uh, that uh, I guess is that his dad that he gets that from. It, it's the little kid's dad, I think. No, yeah. the little kid's dad is uh, his the, the uh, DA. That's the right. DA, yeah. Oh no, it was, I think it's just some trailer park guy that he hung out, hung out with before. But I think that was his dad. Was it? I think that was uh, Macon's dad. Okay, I didn't, I didn't pick uh, up on The that. mullet, mm-hmm. I think, is what gives that away. Mm. <laughs> well, I had a mullet when I was a kid. That doesn't mean uh, Billy Sheenan from Mr. Biggs, my dad. 
But you don't know Billy Shaner from Mr. Big. This is true. Uh, Okay. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, that that part is so much fun. Yeah. yeah, It's like, it becomes this crazy, over-the-top action adventure. Yeah, they they break into City Hall to try to get his comic pages back. How cool is that? (laughs) I would totally do that if they stole my comic pages. Uh, they, they, they attack the mayor. <laughs> My favorite line in the whole book. Remove the gavel! <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Uh, that was, that, that scene was awesome. Yeah. Because it, it's, so, like, you can almost hear the music. Yeah. You know, it's like a Quentin Tarantino over-the-top, like, action sequence. Yep, yep. Uh, it's probably my favorite part of the book. Like I said, you know, it was just getting up to that point, I just think it took a little too long. Like it could have been like it, like you said, an issue or two shorter. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know if I agree yet, but I, I, I know where you're coming from. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, once we get to that part, it's just like, oh, I wish this would go on, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like even when the book ends, they hint at a sequel, but, you know, it's been five years, there's no sign of it yet. But it's one of those things, too, where it, uh, yeah, it might not live up to it. Yeah. yeah, and it was so over the top, the sequel, like it's like five years later, ten years later, or whatever, right, right, right. and it's, and that part reminded me so much, like I mentioned Tarantino a minute ago, but that part reminded me very much of like a Tarantino-esque, like where they all have wigs, and yeah. a very like natural born killer style, right, right. Um, just over the top, like almost like a parody of that sort of thing. Right. And I loved it. I loved it. I think, oh, I want to say like... I, I even like as soon as I I got in reading this I was at I was at school and I went online and I was like I'm gonna order a couple copies of that trade at, at my work because I need to push that on people yeah and it, it's not even in, in print anymore like Diamond doesn't have it anymore really which I think is a tragedy because I I can honestly say I think this is one of the most underrated small press books from the last ten years uh, it's high praise yeah um, and, and coming from me right. like that's like the thing I love most about comics is the small press, like right, right. the little guys and the experimental nature of that sort of thing. Right. And and this is one of my favorites of recent years. Can you order from them directly? I know they have uh, their own. Because, like, if you look, uh, this did not come out from any company. Really? Like, they didn't even bother publishing just, this under any kind of just, I think, company I think banner. You're right. I think it was under Teenagers from Mars and the previews head in yeah. when, whenever we originally ordered them. Yeah, and I know they have, uh, I don't know if they work together anymore or not, because uh, they did a graphic novel called Filler, which uh, I also own, and it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, way different than this, more along the lines of, like, you know, Criminal or something like that. Okay. Um, and I know they did a backup story in Detective Comics. I heard about that. I, like, read it yeah, in the yeah. letters pages, I was like, what? I, I don't know. I, I want to go back and <laughs> see if I can find those. I but, know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm crazy. sure the the the, uh, the main story of those are probably terrible. But uh, probably, uh, yeah, early 2000s Batman. I'm sure those. Yeah, I, I'm a, I love Batman. I've got a box of nothing but Batman comics. But that was a a low period in the yeah. Batman the Batman saga. <laughs> but um, I know Rick Spears. He did a. He's done stuff here and there, but the last thing I remember him doing was uh, Pirates of Coney Island. Oh, he did that? Yeah. Really? Okay. He was the writer on that. And I bought that book purely on just you know what I remember from Teenage from Mars and how much I enjoyed it. And I really liked it, but 
there's two issues left that haven't come out, and it's been like a year, year and a half. That's strange. Yeah, and the artist is now working on other books, hmm. so I don't know what that'll happen to it. Did, didn't one of them do Couscous Express, or is that... Rob G. did uh, Couscous Express with Brian Wood. Okay. Yeah. I uh, think there's, like, even an ad in the back of one of these. And I noticed there's shout-outs to, like, Channel Zero. There's, like, a in-store yeah. sign in Brian Wood, and yep, yep. Astronauts in Trouble, and, like, yep. like, I guess they're friends with some of those guys. Becky Clunan, and yep, mm. that, that whole uh, crew, I guess, yeah. Mm. Uh, See, that, that stuff is great. I love it whenever they can incorporate that without hitting you over the head with it. Right. Like right. they're like shout outs and and uh, little little tips of the hat like that. Yeah. It just I think it it adds to a lot to a story whenever you know you can you can relate something from you know our reality. Right. But right. But, it, but it doesn't like uh, unfictionalize the story. Right. 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 It doesn't take you out of it. You know? Right. Uh, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, uh, in the last issue, there was one line that I loved. Uh, it's when uh, the little kid who's their, their getaway driver, hostage, whatever, uh, he uh, he decides to, to sort of help, you know, distract the cops from what's going on by revealing himself to, like, the main detective. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the, everyone, like, swarms around, oh, my God, are you okay? Are you all right? You know, and... Uh, <laughs> Uh, was it? It's the mayor. Um, and the, the main detective guy. Is it the main detective guy? The, the peg leg guy. Okay. Yeah, he's there. And then uh, some other woman. Uh, a woman. But, uh, oh, the, is the, the attorney? Patch. Yeah, she's like the mayor's assistant, I think. Okay, so the mayor has the hook for a hand, <laughs> the the secretary has an eye patch, and the detective has a peg leg. Yeah. And he's like looking at it and he's like, you know what? You three people would make one good pirate. <laughs> See, I, I love that too because that—I mean—that was pretty like blatant. Yeah. But that series is is really funny, and a lot of it's like subtle humor. I mean, there's a lot of just like quiet, kind of funny, like funny, funny scenes, like you know, without even dialogue or something. I don't—I don't know. I—I I think it. I think it was a really well-rounded series. I mean, because it made you like these characters, but it it also didn't take itself too seriously. Uh, what, what was I? What was I going to say about that? Oh well, I uh, I'm sure there is something. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. But I love how it becomes like when it starts becoming a comic, and you sort of realize it. Like you know how they have the rubber bullets, right? And then the cops don't, but somehow, you know, you know they don't get killed by the cops, and, right, right, right. And, and like that's like kind of unbelievable. Like the like the SWAT team are like you know whimpering and calling for their mommies. And yeah, yeah. When they get shot with rubber bullets, <laughs> and, uh, and even when they when he shows up. <clears throat> You know, something bad happens to Madison. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. um, he, Macon has to take her to the hospital, and he shows up, and the, you know they all recognize Macon because he's been on the news. Right. And uh, instead of turning into the cops, he's like, I'll, "I'll give you a head start. Like you can wait till tomorrow before I call the cops." And yeah. he's like, "Really?" And he like pops up in his shirt, and he has a Captain Tomorrow <laughs> T-shirt on. The doctor does. <laughs> he's like a comic book fan. And, yeah. And he's like, you know, just because he's a comic book fan, he's going to risk being put in jail <clears throat> or save a fugitive. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff is so great. It's so comic booky. It's very comic booky, and it also, at the same time, I think, like, like that scene in particular, makes me wish that, because, uh, like, when you go online, uh, like on Newsarama or comic book resources, comic fans seem to just hate each other. Yeah. You know, it's like, I like Superman, you like Batman, you're a fucking douchebag because you like Batman. Right. Um, and I that? hope that you're dead. 
Why is I that? want you to die. Die, motherfucker, die. That'd be like, <clears throat> you know, if you like Judas Priest and your friend likes Megadeth and you can't go to the Monsters of Rock show together. Right. What the, what fuck, the fuck, people? Yeah. Come on. It's comic books. Yeah. You know, th- this is the one thing that we all have in common. <clears throat> Let's... Besides our mutual virginity. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it, like, in the immortal words of Rodney King, why can't we all get along? Seriously. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Really. I mean, who gives a shit that, you know, you know, just because I don't like character A or book A or creator B or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what the fuck? You know, it's all art. Yeah. You know, it's all subjective. Why does it matter? Right. We all love this format, you know, let's push aside all the bullshit, and just let's fucking work together as a community. Let's hold hands and read Booster Gold. God damn it, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm totally down. Except for David Heatley, he's not invited. Yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) Or Jeff Love. (laughs) I I said the name, I said the word. Fuck, I'm sorry. (laughs) I've been demoted. (laughs) What is it? We have to put five dollars in the. It's it's like a swear jar. Right. We have right. a Jeff Loeb jar. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, the money goes to pay for the bandwidth. <laughs> we're not. Allowed to, yeah. We're not allowed to say his name anymore. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Oh, I'll make you feel better, Jeff Loeb. <laughs> all right. There we go. We're both putting five we're bucks even. in. All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you can find this comic. I mean, much like th- this is this is the A team of comic books. If you can find it, yeah, and you're willing to go that extra mile to scrounge up, you know, eight back issues from ten years ago, or the trade, or the trade because it's out there somewhere. Yep, it's fucking awesome. Yep. and you need to read it. If you like punk rock, if you like zombies, if you like comic books, yeah, any of those three things, you need to read it. I think going back, not to, not to head back towards the negative. <laughs> But if, uh, the reason why I think why I loved it so much back when I first read it, you know, it's like that, all those things combined really appealed to me to, uh, like, you know, at my age then. Right. And now uh, seven 20, years later. In your early 20s, right? Yeah, 23. And uh, now that I'm 30, you know, I don't really give so much a shit about punk rock anymore and kind of tired <laughs> of zombies. I get zombies. I'm super tired of, especially in comics. Oh yeah, but I think this is my favorite zombie comic of all time. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you know, it doesn't appeal to me as much anymore on those levels. Okay. But it's still a pretty good comic, and I'd, I'd really recommend it to anyone if you've ever had any passing interest in any of those uh, things: mm-hmm. punk rock, zombies, comic books. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Oh uh, yeah, it's. I mean, it's nostalgic enough that you can be like, I remember being a teenager, right. being all awkward and weird. I'm still awkward and weird. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you read it, and you're like, you know, these guys understand. They're, they're from the same kind of, from the same place. I mean, wow, that's some great art. art. <laughs> this screensaver is driving me crazy. <laughs> I can't concentrate on anything. It's so good. That's what we need. I, I said this before. If we could somehow get. Like, if people could download our show, and the whole time it streams uh, our audio plus your screensaver of this amazing <laughs> artwork that you've put together. Because, I mean, this isn't a program you bought, bought or whatever. No, this is just did my pictures. Yeah, yeah, it's just all your scans. And yeah. I like, I'm like. i looking at Tim Bradstreet Punisher. I've looked at oh, uh, Bruce Tim Naked Ladies. Yeah, and yeah. There's so much good artwork. What is this coming up here? Uh, Frank Cho. Frank Cho. Page. Jungle Girl. No, uh... 
Uh, something from Tom Strong. So you guys are missing out. There's a whole other uh, sense here. You, all you have is the auditory. <laughs> and, it, you know, granted, the auditory is, is you know, subpar. It's subpar. But if you, <laughs> if you had the visual, it would all be worth it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. No one will ever know. All right. So anything else you want to say about this book? Um, it. I've never read anything else by by these guys, but... Um, I think I'm gonna I'm, I think I'm gonna go back and check out some more, some more yeah. because I like this so much more the second time I read it. Uh, and, you know, like I said, it hasn't finished yet, but I think you might really get a kick out of Pirates of Coney Island. So. I, I, I did like the artwork. I had no idea that uh, Rick Spears wrote it. Yeah, I but think uh, it's along the same line. It's it's like that last chunk of of this book that I really really enjoyed, just spread out through the whole thing. That's great. So yeah, I, 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 I was really down for it. So I'm I just wish <coughs> you would fucking Rick Spears wherever you are. Finish your goddamn book. What, what if it's finished and we just didn't order it, or is it just not out there? Uh, I actually looked that up just to make sure before I started ranting about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, it's just not out because that occasionally happens. Like if we're down to selling zero or even sometimes one, right? Sometimes we stop carrying the stuff. Yeah, but despite the fact that you know I've been buying the book for you know years, <laughs> well, hopefully we wouldn't do it to that. <laughs> Like if we don't know if we're like, well, we sold <coughs> we sold a copy, but no one I don't we don't know who who ordered it. Then right. sometimes we just nix it. Yeah. Uh, at that point, you should start asking each individual customer. <laughs> oh, like seven hundred. <laughs> 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 All right, well, let's take a break and we'll be back. All right. I 
Ooh, that was refreshing. Oh, yes. I had a good pee during the break. I had to get a beverage. <coughs> it was uh, parched, as they say. Yeah. Yes. I don't know who says that, but someone does. Somebody. Out Somebody. There. Somebody out there. If you say the word parched, email us. Yeah. I go to trash.net. And uh, we'll randomly pick one listener to receive a free piece of, <laughs> of original parchment. art from Jason or Eric. Yeah. Preferably Jason, so I don't want to draw anything. <laughs> oh, you know, speaking of that, I, I tried to sell some artwork last night. Sort of. Oh. Sort of. Sort of. There was an art show downtown. Yeah. And I submitted two pieces. And then when I got there, like, there's this card you fill out, you know, the name, the title, and right. the medium, and the price. Right. And I hadn't really thought about it, but I was like, I don't really want to sell either one of these things because I like them so much. Like, they're both, like, kind of nostalgic to me. What were they? I, I put in the ver- the first two comics I ever bought when I was, like, four years old. I bought a Super Friends and a Justice League comic. Right. And I recreated the covers of them. And, uh... And I put them in the art show, and I actually and I mounted the two actual comics under them. Yeah. Um, and I put them in the show, and I was like, I really don't want to sell these because it's very nostalgic to me. Right. Like, like these two books really kind of shaped my life. I mean, look at me. I know. I, I've actually I've offered you money for the Super Friends one. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Right. And I and I was like so like when you, when you did that too, I was like, wow, that is so cool that he would even offer that. And I feel like such a dick by saying I want to keep it, but. Like that that book that book just like kind of is the first comic I ever bought, right, right. and I was like, I want to I want to do this piece of artwork and you know, kind of have it as a, a reminder of like this crazy path my my life's went down, this nerdy, uh, <laughs> you know, right. dorky path. But so I put two hundred dollars on each one of them yeah. because I was like, no one would ever pay two hundred dollars for <laughs> anything that I do, right. and if they did. I would probably be fine with that right, because right. nostalgia is, you know, is worth. It only something. gets you so far. Right? <laughs> yeah, it has a value, but not two hundred dollars. <laughs> but needless to say, I didn't sell either one of them. So, so, but it, but it was fun. It yeah. was fun to like. The best part was like hiding. Like I would, I would just kind of walk around, look at the other artwork, and I would occasionally steal glances in the direction of mine. Right. And sometimes I'd see people like looking, and they would always be like looking at the the framed comics, and they would like raise their head and look at my version and right. look down, like you know, checking Superman or right, checking right. Flash to see how I, I drew them. And then it was just so much fun to watch people like do this head bob <laughs> thing. So that was cool. That was cool. On the uh, Justice League one, did you ever add in the uh, Flash's ear things? I did. I went back and I. You pointed out that I I forgot like two of the key elements of his costume, right? the, the like the wings on his on his mask boots, and on his boots, yeah. and then there's something else I did. I think I I fixed some of hair. I colored his hair, yeah, in, yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, I fixed it up. So you I do know. listen to me occasionally. Occasionally, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I am uh, I am you know probably gonna buy a PC uh, as okay. you've suggested yeah. instead of a Mac. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. That's good. But, despite the. Uh, Pressure on more than from more than one per- people. L- those people are uh, well. Since I know some of these people, as I say, one of them is 100 percent of our listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me let me be uh, uh, um, discreet, more discreet, more uh, uh, level-headed about this. Uh, those people who are suggesting that you should buy a Mac are uh, probably wrong. <laughs> wow, that was like the most calm answer. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go for like. Uh, flaming douchebags! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna edit this when you leave. And <laughs> Just put my words in there? Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, that was really fun, and uh, and you yourself have been doing some amazing cover recreations. You gave I me, oh, okay. <laughs> you gave me a Doom Patrol uh, cover recreation for Christmas. Yeah. Um, Doom Patrol is one of my favorite comics of all time. The Grant Morrison run is arguably my favorite run of any comic ever. Um, and uh, yeah, I really appreciated your your drawing, and uh, and people should check out your blog, both of our blogs. <laughs> We could, we could uh, pimp ourselves for sure. Um, check out our blogs. Uh, I, I'm sure there's links on our website. For there the, are. Um, there's, there's good and bad art by both of us, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Probably more of the latter. And you can, <laughs> you can comment accordingly, and we yeah. won't take too much offense. Yeah. Um, yeah uh, you can find Jason's at uh, buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Yeah. Uh, or you can also check out his uh, kick-ass uh, secondary site, uh, fan49blogspot.com. Yeah, we need to add another one to that. Too. Yeah, we do. Uh, well, maybe maybe tonight if we have more time. Add yours. Yeah. Yeah, let's add yours. I want to add yours. While we're busy blowing each other, let's, uh, let's right. uh, add yours. Yeah, all right. And then uh, mine is uh, net. Uh, you can guess how it's spelled because I'm not going to take that time. <laughs> and I don't want people to go there. <laughs> yeah, you know, why would you? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't updated it in like two months anyway. Just mostly because, uh, you know, I'm shitty. Because <laughs> you've been working 175 hours a day. Uh, I have. And uh, I'm tired. <laughs> Plus a two hour drive. And two hour drive. Not, not that one. You know, just uh, getting there and coming back. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So yeah, good book. I'm glad you. I'm really glad you chose that book. Seriously, like, um, I I probably wouldn't have reread it for a while, and I may have like, you know, never reread it. Who knows? Right, right. And, and I enjoyed it so much more the second time. Good and, to hear. Good and to I hear. really appreciate you picking it. Hey, no problem. I, I occasionally try to pick a winner when I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one is the Young Blood <laughs> Omnibus. Yes, <laughs> I haven't read that in so long. <laughs> You know, the Youngblood with Obama in it came out this week. Uh, it was like Obama-rama at, at Mavericks this week. <laughs> um, there was a, a Youngblood with an Obama like alternate cover where Obama like <laughs> picks the new members of the team or something <laughs> equally ridiculous. And then there was a Savage Dragon variant where he's like doing like like some sort of weird the dap. fist bump. Yeah, I thought it was like, yeah, some sort of dap fist pump thing with uh, Obama. And we have fifth printings of Spider-Man 583. <laughs> so I swear it was like, I, I you know. Do you have the IDW Obama comic? No, but no, but we had just ordered the Michelle, <laughs> the Michelle Obama IDW comic. <laughs> and and I, I could, like, Jack was like, how many should we get of the Michelle Obama comic? And I was like, oh, dear God, he's going to have me order, like, 50 or 100 of these things. And I was, I was like, we wrote down two? And he was, he was like. That's fine. <laughs> I was so worried. Because at one time he seriously told me to order one, uh, what do you say, 1,000 copies of the Obama uh, uh, Spider-Man comic, the fifth printing. He was like, seriously, I think we should order 1,000 and, and put an ad out there that we were going to have them. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's so over. Like, it's over now. Yeah. Like, you know, the thir- this is the fifth yeah. printing. Uh, so we talked him out of it, and uh, yeah, wow, 
Obama Obama. And how many copies of that do you have left? We still have some. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah we ordered we ordered 150, and we still have some. So yeah. the the other 850 that would have been maybe too many. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like <laughs> Deathmate Valiant Image style <laughs> like orders. Back when we ordered X Men number one, Deathmate Yellow, yeah. we ordered 300 copies. Of wow, ridiculous, ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, crazy. So we're watching a movie. Uh, no, we're not. What? You want to do another show tonight? Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> <coughs> Twisted your arm. Yeah. That was uh, I don't know. That was uh, probably one of the worst segues we've uh, ever ever done, <laughs> and we've done some pretty fucking bad ones. Oh. But yeah, I yeah. saw a guy on a Segway at Jungle Gyms in Cincinnati last week really? or two weeks ago. He was like a worker too. I mean, he was uh, just going around like on a Segway restocking and stuff. Bunch of fucking hippies. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, one of these days, maybe I'll go to Jungle Gyms when I've had like you know, ten hours of sleep beforehand and fully caffeinated and ready to walk fifty I've, miles. That place is great. It's the largest grocery store I've ever seen. Uh, they have like a they be- have a monorail. <laughs> they have a monorail around this grocery store. <laughs> their their beer section is like the size of like one and a half of m- the store that I work at. Yeah, I mean that's crazy. Yeah, and, I, and it's awesome too. I like I, I bought half of my grocery bill was beer when I went there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess we're we're gonna try to do a second show tonight. Right, and that's uh, my movie pick. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Nature movie. Yeah. I hope so because all I have is a comic pick in my mind. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, I'm gonna pick something that I own. I hope you haven't seen it. Okay, I'd asked you about it a long time ago, and you said you hadn't seen it, but it was a long time ago, and anything could have happened. Oh, uh, I, I I haven't watched any movies other than here or movies that I've already seen in the last like two years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the movie I'm gonna pick is uh, Hot Fuzz. Oh, cool. I've never seen that. <laughs> I actually want to see that, too. Does that have Simon Pegg in it? Yeah, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, directed by Edgar Wright. Same guys what brought us uh, Shaun of the Dead. That's awesome. That's what I want to see. All right. That's funny, too, because that was on my list of like things I was thinking about picking when I picked Shoot 'em Up. I was yeah. like, Hot Fuzz, maybe? So that's great. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Was that Kirby? That was Kirby, Silver Surfer. Nice. And someone else I couldn't tell. Maybe Thanos. Was, uh, I think I saw Doctor Doom. Could have been Doctor Doom. Maybe it was Ed McGinnis. Because mm. Kirby and Ed McGinnis, I can use them all the time. Yeah, they're kind of similar, except for not at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ed McGinnis drew the new issue of Hulk that came out this week. <laughs> <laughs> With a variant cover by Arthur Adams, which I gotta say, one of the weaker Art Adams covers I've ever seen. Oh. It was still better than 80% of what right. was on the shelf that week, but. As far as Art Adams go, subpar. Yeah. So, uh, I know we're not supposed to be talking about it, but uh, I think you have to tell the story. Oh, with the Hulk? Yeah. The James Kachalka? No, the, uh, the the guy who came into Mavericks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even give you his name, but I won't. Uh, he he came into Mavericks this week, and uh, he picked up his, his stack of funny books out of his file, and one of them was the new issue of Hulk. It was, like, number... 10, 10, or, yeah. 10 or 11. And, uh, and he flips through it, and he you know, sees this glorious Ed McGinnis art, which it is glorious. I love that guy. But he but he goes, oh, man. He's like, 
do you think they're ever going to bring back Windahulk? That was awesome! <laughs> and I was like, I, I said to him, I said, I hope so. <laughs> and then, uh. and then I died a little bit. <laughs> Windahulk, people, seriously! <laughs> you want more of that? The fans have spoken. <laughs> Man, I... And Michael Diana is not allowed to draw comics. And, and Jeff Loves are rather allowed to write them? What kind of topsy-turvy world is this? Oh, my God. Uh, that's awesome. So many ways. I would pay the CBD. I would donate $500 if they, they could prevent Window Hulk from ever appearing in another comic. If you're out there, CBLDF, call Jeff Loeb. Call Gutter Trash. I will <laughs> donate $500 to CBDLDF. What it's Comic Book Legal Defense Fund. Right. If you promise, no more Window Hulk. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, that is some strong words. I'm serious. Um. <laughs> I got my tax return on the way. 500, 500 is yours. <coughs> if Window Hulk wow. never sees the light of day again. Wow. <laughs> I. I. I Kind of wish this would happen now. Yeah, me too. I'm down. All right. Well, the challenge is out there. Let's let's hear from the the other people. Uh, so our our three listeners. Let's let's get the word out. Yeah, spread it around the uh, the water cooler. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. So you want to go do another show? Let's watch Hot Fuzz. Sweet. All right. Later. Later. Gutter Trash can be downloaded at www.guttertrash.net, iTunes, Podcast Alley, and FeedBurner. You can also find us at myspace.com slash guttertrash underscore net, seanborn.net, and buyerbewarecomics.blogspot.com. Contact us at eric at guttertrash.net or jason at guttertrash.net. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. We'll see you next time.